Failures and Fakes contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Mark. And welcome to Failures and Fakes, episode seven, I think. Failures and Fakes is a podcast by four dudes who include me and Kyle Schultz. That's not t- entirely accurate. You don't know if I'm a man. And TJ Nichols also. Oh, so we're all men now? And also Parker Schultz. Maybe I'm a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I am man named Cooper Nichols. So you're not daddy anymore, podcast dad? I'm podcast daddy Cooper Nichols. I'm I'm daddy man, police guy, sexy fireman stripper, Cooper Nichols. Breakfast for dinner, Cooper Nichols. Taco man. I'm taco Everybody boy. Everybody is breakfast for dinner. It's very it's true. Not it's not uncommon. Food is no, food. No, I'm special. Let me feel special for like a minute. <laughs> you guys get to talk about your flips and your sticks tricks and I'm just a taco and, boy. And, and our dick tricks. We have flip flick. Flip, yeah, but people haven't heard tricks. people haven't heard dick tricks yet. I'm saving that for a really. That's like a that's gonna be like a one liner. Do you have flick tricks? Like flick of the bean. Like uh, like the oh, uh, of course those, I have to go to talking about vagina again. Those skateboards. What are the, what were those tech decks? Tech decks. Flick tricks. Flick tricks. Tick dicks. Those things were sick. We should we should get some of those with like the toe people. The thummies off a of, of spy kids. Oh, the tick they, dick. Oh, the thumb thumbs. Thumb thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Those movies are awesome. They are. I might. You got a tick dick? <laughs> yeah, I got a tick dick. I got a tick tick dick. <laughs> you know, if, so, if you have a lot of vegetation like on your deck, you know, you like your, your wife, your wife really likes to put shrubbery on your deck. She really likes the outside plants. You're not saying it right. What you need to say is if it gets just out of hand, you'd be like, you know, maybe you should shave the bushes so that the deck looks bigger. Is your deck small? I don't have a deck. This is hypothetical. So if you had a hypothetical You don't have a dick. If you hypothetically dick. had a small dick, then maybe you wouldn't have an issue if you had a bigger dick. But if you have a small dick, you have a small dick no matter what. Even if you trimmed your or Even if you put shrubs bushes? on your dick, it's going to be a small dick. Even if you cut all the vegetation away? I don't know if you have moss growing on your dick or what, but that's kind of strange. <laughs> I don't you know what kind of climate you got down there on your dick. I don't know where you live. I don't know what's going down on there, but you know. On there? Who's going down on your dick? Don't make me start talking like that because it's going to start sounding East Indian real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just sounds funny. That's <laughs> so bad. It's not even an accent. It's a Kyleism. It's a, it's a, Kyleism. I drink Monster. <laughs> I get fucked up. <laughs> the claw is the law. <laughs> Kyle, you wanted to talk about, and I quote, longboarding to that town. Yeah, that was real specific. America. I want to know what the name of that town was, though. It was so just make America great again ask. The name of the town was just like, yeah, America. But I don't know. Was it Rathdrum, Idaho? No, it was somewhere. <laughs> It was in the middle of nowhere off the freeway. There was nothing around it, and it was just like 
a gas station and a mechanic shop, but it was what a state? town. I don't have a damn clue. It was when our radiator hose blew. And I thought, and you thought that it like, didn't green. we needed, yeah, it, it, but it was red all over. Have you guys ever spelt out this? This is again, this is where my mind's at. Have you guys ever spelt out this pen is red without any spaces? It looks like this penis this is penis. red. Yeah. Anyway, that was dumb. Um, so yeah, so breakdown stories. Did we besides besides breaking down in the middle of Manhattan, which was the worst instance, I'd say. That was fun. And and so we got we got we called the tow truck because our fuel pump went out like on the middle of Fourth Avenue or something like that. I like the first Whatever one. Whatever the road that's right by the river. Yeah, or the the river road. I don't think I it's a river. I think it's like a channel, channel or straight or whatever there between New Jersey and Manhattan. But maybe it's twelfth. I don't know. I thought it was a multiple of four though. My um, favorite part was watching Dawson panic. Was it? Yeah. Did he go? Did he go <laughs> ape shit, Dad? Well, he was just sitting there cranking the van. Dad <laughs> gone crazy. <laughs> I think I was sleeping when we broke down. In Manhattan. In Manhattan. Because Manny I woke Hutan. up and everybody was outside and I was the only one left in the van. <laughs> I was like, what's Bye, going TJ. on? And I looked out and everybody, like the hood was up and then I was like, oh, wh- whatever. And then so, Parker did the good trick of like hitting the gas tank with the hammer. Oh, yeah, that works. Sometimes. It didn't work that day. No. What is that? You just like kind of knock the fuel pump around to get it to start again. Sometimes it works. Yeah, you could do that with your starter, too. Yeah, you hit just, it real fucking hard. Just hit shit. Yeah, it's the hit shit method. Yeah, it wor- like hitting shit does work to fix things. But I remember like getting on top of the van and taking a selfie. That's really all I remember. And being stuck at AAA for hours, and then walking around New York to try to find a bank. Yeah, I went to, to Bank of America. Money. Don't don't say pull out. Um, yeah, just don't. You withdraw. Just can't pull withdraw. Out. But even that sounds I do not bad. like that word. Withdrawn. <laughs> withdrawing. And but how, I withdrew how, from you. <laughs> That's some 1800. How are there. you pregnant? <laughs> I withdrew. I withdrew. <laughs> 1800 shit right there. I haveth. Withdreweth. I had retracted my penis. My penis. Okay, well, okay, Manhattan. Manhattan. Down with the bank. Yeah, so the tow truck guy comes, and for the life of me, I couldn't understand a damn word he said. I told you guys about the Mad Dog story. I think I did, yeah. It was so funny. Well, you got to stop these things. So, Manhattan. I want to keep going what? off on tangents. I'm just tangenting it out right now. I love math. Tangent. I use tangent. See? Sign, cosine. It's like... We should just let Kyle talk for the next hour. It's so bad. He will. Kyle's solo episode. I just episode. go and go. I'm a, I'm a goer. Stop going off on tangerines. <laughs> I like monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that orangutans and tangerines were somehow related. Because why would they not be? <laughs> How <both> fruit? <laughs> they both have seeds. They're both fruit. <laughs> Monkey fruit. <laughs> Their butts look like oranges. Is that, is that not like ever hit, 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 struck anyone else's mind? That struck? What the hell am I talking it about? It struck me. Has that struck ever stricken me. you? 
It's struck me a lot. Okay, yeah. has what struck you? The fact that tangerines and orangutans gotta be in the same family. <laughs> nope, they are. We're all oranges. Orange man bad. What the f- <laughs> How do you know that? Because it's on all the conservative doc radios. Anyway, orange man bad. We're back to tangerines. Can we go back to the van? Okay, the van. <laughs> <laughs> you mean vangerines? They're the same, right? It's the same family. Yeah. They have to be the same. This this guy, I we, I literally did anyone else remember that? So we're we're like trying to fix the van or like in the van getting stuff or whatever. And and this guy comes and he tries to tow us. And he's trying to tell us <laughs> I think what he's trying to, to finger you. I think what he's trying to tell us is to get us to all get back in the van because he's going to tow us while we're in the van, which I don't even know if that's legal. I don't know if you can be in the van. Cooper's dying. I don't. We were all in the van when they. There were too many of us. Yeah, there was. Well, there's at least four of us, maybe five of us. Yeah, I think it's just because there were no other options. And it was right down the street. Yeah, it wasn't very far. But there was two weird things. So literally, we couldn't understand a word he said. And it was like his Manhattan accent or something. Do you guys remember that? Literally no words he said made sense to me. And then something about like there's a there's jurisdiction for coke tow companies where they can't pick you up if you're in a certain jurisdiction because it's another tow company's area. And he was like crossing the line. So we had to like be quick about it. And it was like this weird like I never even heard of something like that. Like, well, it's New York. Yeah, Everything everything's insane. It was weird though. And then he had to he had to back up our van and our trailer into a spot. So he had to back up a double trailer and it was so yeah, they cool towed to watch. the trailer and the van all at once. No thanks. It was weird. Yeah, I'm good. Was, he was amazing. He was amazing. He was a very good driver, but didn't know how to speak our language. He was a great tower. Tower, I barely know her. But yeah, it was a really small <laughs> shop. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that joke. I had a he really, really funny one. Tug. Like a week ago, but I can't remember what it was. You got like a hair going right on your right, right over your right glass. On Part your, of my look. Actually, it's on both of them. I have a lot of hairs. We were only know. like a block away from like Times Square, weren't we? I have no idea. No. Or we, we were, were oh, we were near the park. Sure. Central Park. All I know is water and then us. And then they took us somewhere and then lots of money and a new fuel pump. It was lots. It was what? How much? It was a like thousand. a couple. Oh, was no! It really? I think it was like eight hundred. I don't think it was even a thousand. I know the part itself was like four hundred bucks. I know I had to pay four hundred bucks. I know I went and took up money for that. Did we play a show that night? No, we canceled that night. I remember Dan. Oh yeah, because we just st- drove. Uh, David, David, we had called him. It must have been War of Ages tour then. That sounds right. Yeah, because I'm fairly sure David was part of it. David was a merch guy in TM for War of Ages. Yeah. What's TM? We've already been over this. We already went over that, yeah. Did we? Yeah. Well, anyone listening that hasn't listened to the last six shitty episodes, (laughs) TM is tour manager. A tum. Thought it was Tungeon Master. David. (laughs) He was a great TM, too. Yeah. David was. He was the most fun. David was one of the funnest people. Funnest? The most fun, fun- I think most funnest. Yeah, funnest. That's how you say Was it. one of the most fun people we've been on tour with. That was like in another band, I'd say. He yeah. just really like wanted to be dad to us. And he was. He was yeah. good at being dad. He was really yeah. good at being dad. So if He you, took care of us really if well. If you take the 45 minutes out of your life to waste it away on this, David, we love you and miss you. Thanks, Mr. Stanley. Yes. 
Sorry for the shitty podcast. Yeah, sorry to take you all the way through that part. That was that was a train wreck up to this point, but now gives, it's going to get good. He gives really good hugs. Yeah, he does. I would always look forward to seeing David whenever we would go on tour again, because then we'd get hugs. Yeah, we'd always see him in like festivals and stuff. It was nice. That was also a really cool thing about like when you have all these people that that like live all over the country like it's so fun to be able to like travel and then like go go see your friends in Indiana or go see your friends in Texas or Florida or whatever like that was such a yeah good benefit of being able to tour like going to see Andrew in San Diego all the time that was mm-hmm. so much fun yeah cuz they had cars and we could go do stuff yeah that was, that was probably, also really fun yeah like yes it was exciting to see them but it was also so nice to not just be stuck in our van yeah. for the next 12 Andrew hours. Andrew was the best at that. He was the best at taking us out and doing stuff. And the scariest driver. Such a good driver. I love it. I love being in the passenger seat when he's driving. But it's scary. You think it's scary. I just love it. So I wanted to talk about a hypothetical thing today. That's interesting. I know. It's hypothetically cool, but probably not really. Um, I wanted to talk about how you guys think that uh, growing up in a touring band influenced you guys as you became adults you okay Kyle? are you gonna fart i'm, I'm really confused? confused about how this is hypothetical but carry on no i want i like hypothetically if you guys never toured if you never released oh. a record like how how different do you think your life would be right i think now? i'd be way more sheltered yeah or, Probably or i would have gone of off you. the deep end i don't know which one it would have been what deep end? Yeah, no kidding, eh? I think Kyle's right. I think it'd be more sheltered. I probably wouldn't be as progressive, like as far as like civil rights go. Yeah, you're fairly fairly liberal. You're you're yeah. a cock. Definitely a snowflake. I'm fine. Snowflakes are pretty. I don't, I don't think either <laughs> of you guys are snowflakes. There's I just another think... definition for snowflake. Ooh, what is that? It's really good. Is it cum related? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> how do you? How do you? Oh, because every sperm is different. No. Oh. <laughs> Ideally, I'm not gonna same. say it. No, they all have different G- DNA. Do they really? They're supposed to have your DNA. Yeah, but they only have half of your DNA. So, so they take they take half of everything. The all your thousands and millions of of parts of your DNA. They take half of that, but yeah. it's it's a random half every time. Uh-huh. So there's. There's infinite, not infinite, but thousands and millions and trillions of combinations they could be. I don't even know how many there could be. But oh. I think my favorite fact about sperm is that each one has 37 and a half megabytes of data. So a cum, a cum <laughs> is so like terabytes. What? Yeah, it's 15 terabytes. Why aren't we average. putting cum in our hard drives yet? In Imagine if you could harness that. Storage would be so cheap. Wait, Harness wait. So, so, like, in it's one a factory full of dudes jerking off. In one, in <laughs> one coming, you, you come fifteen terabytes worth of material. Yeah, the great you're coming. <laughs> That's so cool. That's such a weird way to think about it. I just like to think of the production of those of those drives. <laughs> what that would. How look do you like. even like find that information? Like, what kind of study do you have to do? They just, they just, someone just calculated the the uh the amount of ADTP, which is the components that make up DNA. There's four different components in, in different in, in a different like it's just like a long strand of ah, it sounds weird. A long strand of, of these letters, four letters in some sort of pattern. And so you just count all those up for the entirety of your DNA and then 
and then oh, okay. how many bytes it would take to to uh, put that into some sort of code or like on a computer, and then that's so. Is that the average amount of data that's in sperm? No, or is that, that just... would that would be fairly exact because most people have. I assume most people have this near the same amount of actual parts to their DNA as everyone else. Even like depending on age. Yeah, doesn't matter. Oh, you all I have got, the same I amount got, of chromosomes, yeah, obviously. But... I got, I got, I but, got, I got. <laughs> but what about, okay, so say you have like a low sperm count. Yep. Like the sperm that you know? does exist. Are still it would still have the same yeah. per sperm. But, but maybe the load would have less Maybe you'd be like a, a 10 terabyter. Oh, okay. And that's yeah. where your lower cost options are really going to come in. For, you know, <laughs> yeah. the home office. If you go for the more the economy comes, that would be it right there. So... Say I'm an economy comer. You went on the celery diet, like would the to produce more sperm, would the same amount of data exist? Yeah, that's for like office settings. Because sure. like, I think same amount of data, but you'd have a, a larger a larger load <laughs> and number. Individual would probably be the same. Oh, okay. And just wait oh, yeah. until so, you get to the So there'd still be 36 terabyte. megabytes per sperm, but you might have more sperm. So Maybe you'd be have like a, 18 terabytes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's well, once goal. you get up into like the deluxe package, I want to have deluxe sperm. Yeah, you can't. It's just the quantity. Really, does it change yeah. the flavor? Well, that would be pineapple or asparagus. We do have a scratch and sniff option. Interesting. It smells like old cum. Apparently, if you scratch long enough, you get to see what it smells like. Maybe he's just talking scratch about scratch like a hand job. If somebody oh. scratched me during a hand job, I would cut Ow. off their hand. You just have raw wow. dick. I'm going to make it so dry for you. Just have red rashy cock. Have you never have you never seen that? Derek comedy, you know Donald Glover? Yeah. He used to have this YouTube channel <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah. And and it was him and like three or four other people. And there's this one episode or one skit that they do. It's called Blowjob Girl. That's funny. And it's with Aaron from The Office. And she's just what? like, huh? What? It's with Aaron from The Office. You know Aaron? Yeah. So it's I don't think it's actually Donald Glover because it's like a it's like a porn cam where it's just him like Donald Glover. I barely Donald know her. <laughs> <laughs> that was not funny. That was like the longest that was so reaction. long out. Just the how longest. I like it. That was so bad. <laughs> we have not stayed on topic for more than twenty seconds it's at been a time. Bad. Are we gonna go back to like breakdown stories? I was just gonna do that. <laughs> My favorite breakdown. The one where I longboarded that town isn't interesting. I just wish I knew the name of the town, but but we were like a mile away from this town, and and there and I saw that there was a mechanic shop, you know, like looking. Well, I wasn't on my phone because I didn't have one at that time, but someone told me yeah, there's a place over there that you can go you get a, a hose. Phone. Well, yeah, but I didn't have a smartphone. Oh. I couldn't look and see if there was a mechanic shop around. So I longboard like a mile to this town and go ask the guy if they had like a hose for this radiator that we had blew. And no. So I longboard back and Parker just was like, well, I'm just going to cut it and put it on there. And it was fine. Remember that? Yeah. Go from uncut to cut. But we'll leave that on the show in case the audience knows where that was. So Kyle can be satisfied. To the gas station to get coolant. I think the worst part about breaking down was no AC anymore. 
if it was hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was hot that day. What was the time that like the coolant was leaking into the van? Oil? No, no. Like through our oh. heaters. You weren't there, Parker. That was when the heater core went out. I heard mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. yeah that was the worst. Because me and Issa were driving and we had the heaters. We had to keep the heaters on, I think. Something. Uh, maybe something I, I really and know. it was just still leaking through so like the windows were all fogged up and it was like discolored oh that's was not really good. gross so that we had the no, that was with cody not issa oh no maybe issa, issa was, was there, there too. too yeah i think cody was asleep and we well, just Co- cody <laughs> smelled it it Remember was that it was when it first ratchet. started it like it like shot out of the vents it's and he bad. like smelled it and he was like oh that's antifreeze and i'm like that's that's bad for you and it lasted for like another tour after that like for it to all run through like you would get like random whiffs of it that's terrifying so i think we were in new jersey some like shitty venue or heading to one. Oh, we never played shitty venues what are you talking about never it was like one of those stupid places that allowed smoking i don't know <laughs> where it was at but it was stupid it was all stupid wow now you're really sounding negative no one's gonna want to listen to this now super negative Tyler. I hated touring. It was the worst thing ever. But we, like me and Issa, we put our shirts over our faces so we wouldn't get it directly in our lungs, even though that probably didn't work and there's probably residual brain damage. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was the worst. Just being frozen when it was like snowing or raining on the East Coast. You should have just poured some of the antifreeze We just onto kept you. driving. Do you actually call it antifreeze? Antifreeze. Thank you. Antifreeze. It's not antifreeze. Yeah, but that's that's like you telling me that veg is okay. It's not the anti. Fuck you. It's not the antihero. Fuck Cooper. This conversation. It's the antihero. It's the antihero. It's the antichrist. Annie. Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Do you guys actually want to talk about? How your lives would be different if you weren't in the band. Yes, that's a great topic. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a great okay. topic. Remember, like, do you remember if, how I brought that up? If the band wasn't a thing at all, or if we never went on tour. Well, if it just if you guys never got anywhere with it, I guess. Like if you never toured, yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I was actually talking shit. about this today. I don't know. I don't know. With with my coworker. And I wonder I I I think I would have gone to college, like really done the <laughs> done the whole nine yards and maybe not necessarily moved away, but I would have gone full-time school. Where would you have gone? I don't know. Because you were already dating Courtney, so would you wanted to stay I probably would have stayed, but but I would have I would have hit it hard and done my college. I would no, not tap that hard. Come but on, you, Parker. Get your mind out of the gooter. Um, but you, <laughs> I, I may have, I may have, I may have, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was testing out of classes, but I only did that for a couple classes. So I might've done that. But I think the reason why I really looked into that is because I was assuming that we were going to do something with the band, Yeah. you know, I also, and, and that's another thing. I don't, I don't know what I, I had such a, and I still do have a very negative outlook on college because it's, it's so I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? I think it's particular to what your interests are, but it's made out to be that everybody needs to do it. Well, everyone needs to do it. That's part of the thing that pisses me off. I hated the fact that they would like revamp a textbook so that you had to buy a new one. They couldn't just like deal with the fact that 
oh, this is fine. It's math. What is going to fucking change? Would you money know? have been like an issue for you or would you, cause I mean, you were making pretty decent money. I could have, when I you could were have younger probably too. applied and got a lot more interested in dealing with scholarships and stuff like that. I didn't really do yeah. a whole lot with that cause I wasn't planning on really going away to go to college. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I, I guess I maybe would be teaching at this point, which would be cool. I think I would enjoy that more. Were you planning on teaching before you guys did the band? Was that like your... Yeah. That was mostly my idea. Yeah. What about you, TJ? Did you have any... I think TOC was your only goal, right? Yeah. That was like kind of the only thing you wanted to do. Yeah, because I thought about college. Because mom and dad were like, the year I was graduating, straight up, were like, you need to go apply for classes or sign up for classes or you're getting kicked out of the house. Yeah. And I went to NIC and then I got lost and then I eventually found the place that I was supposed to sign up for classes. I know. Why is it always so hard to find anything was, in these places? And it's a small school. Yeah. Like just, it's not like it's some big university, but yeah, I got lost and then I finally found the place where I was supposed to sign up for classes. And then I looked at the classes that were available and I was like, Oh, I don't want to do any, any of, of it. this. Like when I had to sign up for a math class, it's like, but why? Yeah. Like, that's not something I'm interested in. Like, why do you have to, if you want to do, like, say, if you wanted to get like a music engineering degree? Yeah, I literally just did this. Why do you have this. to take a math class? I literally for just that? passed high school and I had to take all these classes I didn't want to. Why are you making me do it again? Yeah. I don't like that either. You would like, think that there would be, be more streamlined. specific yeah. to not like, let's hire education like all around, like, let's get you into something specific. So I just left. I like mean, I think I signed up for one class and then I just decided it wasn't for me and I just walked out while everybody else was still signing up for classes. I just left. And then mom and dad got back from camping and I just told them I was like, I just want to do TOC, like this is where I'm at, this is all I want to do. And they yeah. understood. So Did they kick you out? No. Well, that's good. No, I moved out on my own immature reasons, so <laughs> In mature or immature? Immature. Yeah. Like I am or I, I got, N? Immature. I am. Right? That's how you spell it. I am I mature. Moved out by, I moved out myself. I immature moved out reasons. because I got in some dumbass fight with mom and dad. And then I just decided, oh, I'm just going to pack my shit and leave. And that's what I did. Really? I didn't hear about any of this. Is this something we should talk about? You didn't know that? No. I never heard of the oh, story. Well, I mean. That was one of many fights. It well, was all I'm the sure. time, though. Like, yeah. I was just just done being under anybody else's rule. So well, you're just like, fuck I just, the system. Yeah, I don't like authority, and I don't like being told what to do. I don't want to wash yeah, the dishes right now. But I'm still that way. Like, I, I think I view things more maturely. Thank you. But I still have that, like, rebellious, I don't want to do what you tell me to yeah. do. I'll do it because I want to, not because you told me to. I still have that attitude. You and Parker both. Parker, what, what do you think you would be doing? <clears throat> I don't know if if things would be too much different because I wasn't terribly involved. Yeah. And you anyway. also, it wasn't the time of your life. Like when you turn, like after you graduate high school, like that's like those next four years are a very big outlook on what your life's going to be like. Like you make a lot, have to make a lot of decisions in that time. 
to decide what you want to do and what you want to, you know, kind of pursue. I don't think that's true. I haven't made a whole lot of decisions. Well, you don't, you don't, you have, you've decided to to stay at, and I, maybe I shouldn't say that on this podcast. You decided to stay working where you're at and, and I should put that in there. Um, and, and that's what you want to do. And that's fine. I'm not saying that's bad or anything. It's just, you know, like you make those decisions in your life. So if you, if you have the option to go to college and you want to go to college, then that's like the time to do it because it really sucks when you're 26 and you're married and you have a mortgage and you have two car payments and yeah, all but that, that shit, just you know, depends on like what your priorities are for your life. Like if you don't want to, yeah. if you don't want to have a family in your twenties, you know, like you don't have to make those decisions you to go to college right away. You can make those decisions in your thirties or forties. You if don't you really want have to. a choice. But you could have to make, have a family or not. Like if, if you find the girl that you want to spend the rest of your life with, I you, feel like that's just kind of the way it is. You, you totally have a choice. Well, you have a choice, it's I guess. It's not like in just because that, you get married, that doesn't mean that you have to have kids. No, but but getting married in itself is a lot more work and and time spent than than being single in college and going through. Like it's way harder to do that when you're married. Even like it, yeah, it it just it, all the more stuff that you add on to your life makes everything more difficult. So that's why it's such a good thing to go to college after you graduate high school. But like if you know what you want to do, if you're just going there because you think that's all you're going to, the only way that you're going to succeed in life, then you're stupid. Cause but do you think no. that people that actually go to university, like they actually, I feel like for the most part, people don't go to a university and are like, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. It's just, I'm interested in this, but then they go to the classes for it and then they learn what the actual like day-to-day life is for somebody that does the thing mm-hmm. that they're going to school for and then they're like oh this is not what i actually that's why that's, that's why people. i quit going to class two months into college i was like okay i don't want this yeah because i was going for journalism and that's that's and just, fine that's, did college ever cross your mind parker yeah like what was it i guess maybe late junior year early senior year i was like oh i'm gonna be a mechanic I remember oh, that. Yeah. And so I was looking at schools and then I was like, no, I, I'll hate it. I won't yeah. enjoy working on cars anymore. Yeah, so totally. And maybe I would have done like a lot of software stuff because of how many mechanics I, actually work now is oh, all with right. computers. Yeah. So it'll be like software design. Well, yeah. And it would just be measurable. I think, I think you could do well in that, but maybe, maybe that's not, I wouldn't, I think and I think you I have an aptitude happy. for technology. Like you could you could do something c- computer science related. Be a hacker. You can do whatever you want, Parker. I don't like. Yeah, complicated. That's, uh, uh, oh, that's true. It is fairly complicated. Your coding seems miserable. Ugh. Cybersecurity seems awful. All that stuff. Mall cop yeah. for Amazon. That would not be fun. Mall cop for Amazon. Yeah, digital mall cop. <laughs> no thanks oh, that was a good question though yeah i, I don't kinda, know if we answered it too yeah i kind of want to think about it longer because it's it's um like touring made me okay to drink like I, I i didn't think i'd ever drink but after i was touring for a while it didn't seem like it was a big deal and if there's anyone listening to this podcast and you think that drinking's from the devil then either you've had someone in your life who's done terrible things while they've been drinking or you don't know what drinking's like, you know? And, and the first one, I understand that that's fine. If you don't want to drink because 
you're afraid or or you've seen how bad it can mess someone up, that's fine. But drinking is not a big deal at all. Uh, but it depends on the person. Like we might have a problem with it, but other people that like being sheltered like we were when we were younger, like the idea of becoming an alcoholic was if you drink, you will become an alcoholic. I mean, we both have families that have alcoholics in them, right? Yeah. So our parents were also trying to protect us from that. But I think mm-hmm. by like you took it as, okay, I'm not going to drink until, and you were 21 when you did drink. Day shy, but yeah. Yeah. 20, 20 Damn, years old, 360, you 300, rebellious, 20 years, right? 364 days More old. Yeah. Me. A day shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parker was, you know, he was 21. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Minus four. I think <laughs> four days, four, four, four days, four, four days, four, yep. four days. Yeah. They can't, I don't think they're going to retroactively arrest you for that or retroactively kick because you out of the house for that. Probably 98% <laughs> of Americans drink before they're 21. 98. Wow. I like that figure. Yeah. I, like I think figures. we would, I mean, as far as like worldly views, I think our minds were a lot more open like I remember opened t- opened yes yes not open we were very close minded very close minded like I remember the first couple tours being super judgmental about all the bands that we were on tour with and then that didn't help though that we did tour some pretty shitty bands the first we couple did times. we didn't have like really good examples yeah. of yeah being like, of, a normal person yeah and, and being like having fun and being and being a good person while you're doing things that have a bad stereotype like drinking yeah or it, smoking a lot of it was like. Or not, cocaine. not functioning alcoholics that we would tour with at the beginning, you know? Yeah, or cokeheads. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, I mean, for me, like, I remember when we toured with Dayseeker and just, I don't know how old it was, maybe 20, 21. I think and, we were over 21 at that point, but. Probably. And just, like, not even thinking that racism was still a thing. Like, this was before things happened in Flint, Michigan, and just being like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I've never seen racism. In Flint, the water crisis? Oh, no, no. <laughs> what was the, uh, the, the cop that killed the kid and everybody called him a thug? All over the fucking <laughs> country. Well, yeah, all over the country. But I, do you remember like it, when that started again, when it was like a huge yeah, deal on the social media? Yeah, the kid that like stole Skittles or something. Yeah. So yeah. I remember talking to Dayseeker and Rory was like, are you kidding me? Like racism, racism is a thing. And I was like, well, I've never seen it. I've never experienced it. What are you talking about? And that really opened up my eyes to the fact that like, just because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah. And like really opening my perspective and my mind to thinking outside of like my own personal experience. I don't think I would have had that if we hadn't toured. Or, like, seeing other bands when we were in more red states and, like, people would open carry and them being freaked out because they're from California and that's not a thing. And just being like, well, that's oh, normal. Like, people oh, just carry oh, guns oh, everywhere. Right. Yeah. Or, like, go, them going into Walmart and, like, why are there guns here? You can buy a gun at Walmart. Right. And we think that's normal. Yeah. At least don't have a problem with it. I don't think any of our Walmarts sell guns, but. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yes, Kyle. Oh, wow. Idaho. I don't. I don't go look at Walmart for guns. I guess that's true. It is Idaho. You kind of have to 
think about that. Did you guys ever have? I I think Walmart's everywhere sell guns. Well, not New Jersey, probably not New York. California doesn't. I mean, yeah. Did California. you guys ever have a reputation for being like goody two shoes? Uh, at the beginning, I think so. Yeah, because we wouldn't do anything with anyone. We would just. Kinda... I think the start of every tour, there was this like automatic perspective. Yeah, what is the it? first impression. Prejudice? Yeah, like people automatically assume, like they put that on us. It's like, oh, this is a solid state band. They're a Christian band. Yeah. They're not going to want to hang out with us. And then we kind of perpetuated that a little bit at the beginning just yeah. because we kind of were that. We kind of were loner for wh- loners for a while. Yeah, we just kind of hang out. And, and But we, I mean, we kind of still did that. Like we would cling on to certain bands, but... Like if we until we made like a real connection with like a couple members in a band, we really wouldn't hang out with them yeah. or spend time. Which isn't like a a judgment thing. It's just more like you it's guys a are weird, all pretty like high school clicky. It is very clicky. Too. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, it's not. Doesn't seem to be a lot of mature people. It it touring makes you immature. It like stunts your emotional growth. Yeah, like it, it keeps you in that clicky kind of environment like really? all, the, all the jokes that we're making tonight you know like you, you go to work and you have to be productive and and analytical and you have to like anal you, analytical. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you have you have to you have to be an adult right you have to deal with stress you have to deal with problems you have to solve Barely, problems but yeah and that's that's like the life that 98 percent of people live and then when you go on tour it's just like let's just make dick jokes all day and drink and I so, want to go on tour. It's, it's super fun. Like it, it really is super fun with whether or not you drink or not. But um, it's just you don't you don't have a lot of opportunity to grow. It's just fun and party all the time. Yeah, it's like thirty year olds still act the same that they did when they were eighteen or forty year olds. You just yeah, you're completely like stagnant in that mindset of. This is my life. This is what I do. And I think also it's an excuse for the people that do have families. Like they would revert back to. Yeah. Like party time. Their younger years. Pizza time. But it would be, it would be hard not to do that. I would think on tour. It'd be hard to be able to hang out with other bands, but not act that way. Yeah. If you go to like a college party, if you're like, if you bring your fucking sweater vest and your Argyle socks, like. You're not going to fit in. Wouldn't and, want and to whether, anyway. <laughs> whether that's a sign of your maturity or not, like it's, I don't know. I just feel like it would be really difficult to not engage in that kind of behavior, it, but also get along with everybody and be uh, yeah, able to have yeah. fun with them. So y- you would get, you would, you would, you would kind of have to play that game. And, and I think that's, that's good and well, especially for the fact that tours aren't forever. You know, it's not your life forever. So you can go back to more of a normal life. But it also depends, I think, who's in your band, too. So, and I think that's what Sammy really did for me was like, we would have fun and do crazy stuff or stupid stuff, but then we'd also have a lot of really good, deep conversation and would really try to figure out why we believed what we believed, you know? I think it's an ego thing, too, especially for men. Like, we already carry this like vibrato about us of like, yeah, we're, we're men. Vibrato? Is that not the right word? Bravado. Bravado. <laughs> yeah. Bravado. We carry that. <laughs> that. It's not even close to my bravado. No, Tina just, Tina just wanted the show. Uh, <laughs> this song is called Machine Gun. Uh, uh, 
but I think that's just like a male thing in general. And then when you're surrounded by 20 other men, like, that sounds like a good time because you are you like, in the middle? Um, yeah, <laughs> but you are surrounded by that male ego yeah. all the time, and then you just keep getting that added on to you when you're on tour. And I think when you're younger and you have men pile on you like that, players. it changes your perspective of For things sure. a little bit. Because you, like, when I talk to, like, some older men, I will change my tone of voice. But when I talk to women, I'll be a little more flamboyant. Yeah. You know? Like, you kind of just change based on who you're talking to. Yeah. So when you're surrounded by a bunch of, like, manly men, you're going to kind of want to bring that side out of you a little bit more. Yeah. So I think part of it is that is like you're stuck in that like adolescent mindset, and that's hard to get out of. Yeah, and you want to fit in, isn't yeah. it? Weird? You don't want to be the outlier on a tour. Yeah, no, you don't. That would that would be no fun. But it it's funny that you say that because I don't know how I don't know how you could be like a single guy, and, I, and actually I I really am surprised that that you're not. I guess you don't really have that like masculine um anything. No, it's it's not that you're not masculine, but you Except don't have the extra uh, long balls. You don't have the uh like I'm a dick and I'm a man about yeah. you. Like I mean, you could probably argue that in some ways, but but you just women really seem to like yeah. they really balance that that like drive to just be like you fuck yeah, I'm a man. I'm gonna yeah. fuck shit up, you know. And then <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. I'm no, not, that's I don't have so the words. True, though. That's and pretty I, accurate. I, I, like you know, like they really do balance that because because yeah. they they yeah. I think men and women balance each other out so well because women can get into that. This is generalizing, but that like caddy, like oh, let's have a conversation, and then I'm gonna get a like only two women together and then we're going to have a conversation about these other women that we were just talking with men do the same <laughs> thing but a lot of it just turns into like guys talking about their dicks yeah but that is a massive generalization like uh, that's what i said i'm generalizing but i think women and men need each other to balance each other out yeah. like you like a woman will keep your male ego in check because yeah a woman wants you to be a little more emotionally vulnerable with them then but do all men have a male ego? No, I think no, so. and that's that's why I was kind of making the point extent. for TJ because he's a very well-rounded person and he he doesn't have a girlfriend. And I I'm actually surprised that he's so single, so well-rounded and oh, so yeah, totally, uh, yep, so non-combative and and he's not very aggressive. You know, like he doesn't have Sometimes a lot of those, he, uh... a lot of those. <laughs> Not negative per se, but a lot of times they're perceived as negative masculine traits. And you don't really display those very often. I think so, aggression is negative. No, aggression can be good because you can use it to your advantage in a in a healthy way. In a, a fist fight per se. No. Aggression like possibly I'm going to make my business work and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be Passionate could also be kind of like a subset of aggression. Like you're you're very into like you just like I'm gonna make it fucking work and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking you know? tell it works. Yeah, I think that's right. I think your Aggr aggression, aggression can be a very good thing. Mm. You have to you have to you have to uh, what's the word? Fuck um, it. 
No, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> that's what I was gonna um, say. I don't know. I don't get. A, I don't get along with aggressive people. No, like people that are like very is for bro- intense is the yeah, word I'm intense. looking for. Not verbose. What is the word? Bravado. But bravado is a bravado. Name, not a, okay. Yeah. But people that are aggressive, like in nature, I just don't like that personality. Like that really shuts me down. Yeah, that's that's that, fine. like intense masculinity. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm just not that. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't but, feel like I have that to be like counterbalanced by a woman. Like I don't. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's but, not. But it's but not you just are that. More of an emotional person, Cooper. Like you are very emotional. I'm an emotional train wreck. I know that. But I don't think. I think guys are, but then they mask it with aggressiveness and intenseness. If that makes sense. Like I mean, instead yeah. of talking about their feelings, they're just like, "I'm a man, though." I mean, I pre- I present myself pretty close to like what i am i guess so i don't know if that's just like everybody feels the same way i do or what but it's yeah i I don't know it's just interesting though that that you get a ton of men together and there's it's a totally different energy yeah there's no there's no checks and balances really you know like when angela not or shakes her head at us yeah yeah that's that's just that's just to be like, like hey like being maybe on tour, you think this is funny, but not everybody's yeah. going to think this is funny. But all, all, most guys will. So when you're yeah. in a group full of guys, it's just like there's not, there's no one to like be like, no, just stop being so gross all the time. Yeah. You can be gross for four hours a week when you go and do your podcast, but don't be gross all the time. But that's what tour does. It just, it's just dick tricks and sex jokes and and drinking and. I think a lot of that shit all the time. A lot of women like that are in my life are also very like open and dirty as well. (laughs) Gosh, this is gross. No, CJ, you're you're onto something because I think they're. I think it's the way that men and women present it. Yeah, like men present their like sexuality as like I'm a sexual being a little bit more aggressively and women it's more like a feminine side yeah i don't know if that makes sense but it's just the approach that we take like when people open up to me about like their sexual experiences and they talk about it women talk about it completely differently than men do but i think i think you're what you're saying about like women being dirty like yeah that's a that's the thing is like most people have like pretty dirty minds but like a lot of women are raised to be ladylike or whatever and to have that like delicate side of them or whatever. And a lot of women just kind of like cast that away as they get older. Yeah. And then I mean I I'd say maybe for a time, but I think I think when women become mothers, then that that comes back. I think motherhood really changes women in 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 like where their their tenderness and their um Maybe as a mom, but not as a human, like not their full personality doesn't change. Like, no, but their priority changes yeah. because they do have a child that is their life. But but not being dirty all the time or not very much at all is better than being dirty. You know? Yeah. I like showers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if, if your mind's always in the gutter, then you're never going to be able to look at anything with any sort of clean 
I think point of view. I think what we're all doing right now is conflating somebody's outward appearance and behavior with their internal appearance and behavior because like nobody nobody like presents themselves exactly as they are mentally and as they think they are. So like if somebody is no makes yeah. dirty jokes all the time like I never stop really. But that doesn't that's not all I am internally. But it's a lot easier to be comfortable in a setting making a dirty joke than it is to have an intense and deep conversation with somebody where you are emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. Who's dying? <laughs> yeah. So so maybe so maybe the maybe the point I'm trying to make isn't the fact that it's the difference between a man and a woman. It's just the fact that you're um okay, yeah, I think this is a better way to explain it. It's the fact that you're so close to someone that you can have those deep um, vulnerable conversations yeah. because you know and so you could make the case it's the same for gay couples so I'm not yeah because you know, I think it's yeah. irrelevant of gender it's it's yeah I, I'd agree with that it's being emotionally like it's, it's trusting somebody enough yeah. to be that vulnerable because like and Parker, there's none of that Parker, on tour Parker is not vulnerable with people yeah not what? very much I know that's crazy to say but like just because I'm not just because half of what I hear Parker ever say is a dick joke doesn't mean that Parker <laughs> does not have emotions no. or Wait, Parker, do you have emotions? He has one. No, I don't have <laughs> any. But that's that's a good point. So there's none of that on tour. Yeah. It's all superficial fun. Yeah. So that kind of brings me back to the thing about Sammy, where like we had those times where we could have deep emotional conversations or vulnerable conversations or whatever. But that's that's not that's so rare. Yeah, though. that's like so for rare. Men, like, do you ever remember having an an emotional or vulnerable conversation with Cody? I never had a single one with Sammy. I had a lot. Yeah. So I think it depends on the man too, and like. That's the that's the bad part about tour. Yeah. In the long run, and if then, you don't have someone that does that for you, and then if it you sucks. are four dudes with like insane egos and aggressive personalities, like that's not healthy. You know, because you're never, like, solving your problems. But then I think for us as a band, we were all bad at communicating, like, our issues with each other. Yeah. You know? Well, I think, I think too, like, it's, it's, I don't think it's, like, intrinsic to being a man or a woman. I don't think your, your vulnerability or your... Yeah, no. Open, like did, it's not related. Didn't we just, just didn't we just have that conversation? Yeah, but what I'm saying is like because because touring is male dominated, like yeah, absolutely, no, yeah, totally. Like if it were if it were all women, I think I, I think, don't know exactly what it would be like, but it probably wouldn't be that level of like insane, never ending testosterone fest. But the weird thing is, the girls that would be on tour normally were pretty were well not as acclimated. Like, we're not as like stereotypical like what feminine yeah is. like most of the girls that were on tour were like all about the tour life yeah they were they were they were pretty heavy partiers but isla wasn't like she was sober and but she was she was sober but she, she had, had an aggressive personality and she was also she also was fairly like she would just say funny things you know yeah. and make dirty jokes and that was so yeah, it's it's not gender. It's it's the superficial nature of tour. Yeah, it's the fact that you make all these friends that you don't have, you don't have a lot of of deep meaning or connection with. 
Well, all you have in common is that you're on tour together. Like, there's yeah, not yeah. a lot and, to do there other and than party. Most times, you don't get any further than that. Yeah. Like, what bands did you actually develop, like, an emotional connection to the members of? Besides Forevermore, which was only Sammy, really. I didn't really have any sort of emotional connection with any of the other people. What about Michael? Did you ever have any like deeper conversations with Not Michael? Not very often. You and Parker talked more to Michael, or you yeah. and Issa talked a lot more to Michael than I did. Well, I liked Michael, but Michael we never really had that was chance to bond. Totally different than Sammy, though. Like Michael was a lot like Parker, <laughs> where if you want to have a vulnerable conversation with, like it has to be a one-on-one, and it has to be more like pulling the emotion pulling and the teeth vulnerability out yeah. you know like michael was like that so i think that's why you guys got along so well because you could just like be silent together and it was it was fun my favorite you know? he was quiet he was very quiet <laughs> i like i did like michael but yeah like and that's that's also a thing that's like you, you get these first impressions or these impressions of people you're like i really like that guy but you don't seem to have the time or a way to to get to know them better. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of interactions. Yeah, there's not a lot of interactions to so do that. So a lot of it is like bouncing like funny jokes off of each other instead of like having You're always trying to score points. Converse. Yeah, exactly. Like you're trying to one up each other on like the yeah. joke and like keep up. Yeah, exactly. I think False Star I like Okay, I will agree really that Fallstar. good friends with them. Yeah, I I totally forgot about them. Yeah. Like that, Morgan, like I had amazing yeah. conversations and with Chris. Him. And he but that was him. Like that's who Morgan is. Yeah. Is like, let's talk about this. Like we had weird conversations in Germany with Morgan. Yeah, I think we did. I, which I don't want to like. Out I kind of remember some of something about that, but I don't really remember what they were. Or Abishai. Like yeah. we connected so deep on an, an emotional level with Abishai or Bellhaven. Like we had real conversations with those people. Yeah. But when it came to, say, the greenery, we never really talked to them. Or like even, but there was bands that we would talk to. Like Green, we never talked to them. But there were bands that we would talk to. But we still didn't have any sort of like King famous, of Giants, famous Lance words. Yeah, there was no like emotional connection. It was just party and have it fun. It was yeah, let's have a drink together. Eight drinks together. Let's put some. But those are the bands that we remember. <laughs> is the bands that were similar to us that like got to that level, at, like that weren't super masculine people well and i think there's this misconception that like it's either you're partying all the time or you like if you want to be intellectual and deep and real or whatever you always have to be having like these super deep conversations about the galaxies and the meaning of life and it's like there's there's a balance there for sure so i remember um i don't know who it was but someone said that it didn't seem like parker and i took the band seriously because we would joke all the time yeah I mean, later we stopped caring so much yeah. and stopped being so invested once we had decided to quit. But we would joke. Wait, why'd you guys quit? What? <laughs> Shut up. Because what else are we going to do? Like, we're yeah. together all day long for a month straight. Like, to pass the time and to keep our sanity, like, we need to just be able to have nonsense conversations and just goof off. Yeah. That's and but from the outside it looks like we just don't care, you know. Yeah, and I don't really know why any were the was that other bands that would say that. It might have even been Corey, like because whenever we would see him, it would be like a week into a tour, and we'd just be like in tour mode. We would be in the okay. We have to drive for eight hours a day. 
I don't know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I was gonna say because it, it wouldn't make sense for anyone like in a in a band to say that because they're uh, they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, but it's like it's no job mode. You don't have to be anywhere at any time for the most part. You just get to hang out. Okay, that is going to do it for us for this episode of failures and fuckays. I like that new pronunciation. <laughs> it's a good name. Failures and. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you have any questions, please shoot us an email. Contact at failuresandfikes.com. What is happening? I don't know how you spell failures. That's F A R E S. Failures and fakes. For the rest of our shit, failuresandfakes.com. I have been Taco Boy 2.0, Cooper Nichols, joined by Kyle Schultz. Deep sigh. TJ Nichols. What up? It's your boy TJ Nichols. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and hit the thumbs up. Thank you. Bell notification. Find me on Twitter at fuckyourmom.com. <laughs> also, Parker Schultz was here. That's me, boy. No longer is it you. <laughs> what song? What song do you want to do? What, what should we do? What should we do? Yeah, yeah. It's time to go beat. Boxing, we're gonna be like, oh, it's kickboxing time. Gonna smash that, gonna smash that, gonna smash that. Punch your bag, put your bag in your face. I didn't feel my esophagus. Don't be that guy that punches me in the face. Oh, fuck your mother. What if that's a website? I'm sure Probably it is. They're sending people to fucking mom.com. It's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a prank porn site, probably.